So this is part three of my podcast, my book of being a sensitive child and adult. So as I was saying in part two, I'm not sure if you all heard, um, from the age of about six, I started to see and hear like faces and images um, and yeah, it would really frighten me and I didn't know what was going on. Um, quite often they ha- happened at night and because of, you know, also the fear of darkness, um, it really frightened me. So I would run into, you know, mum and dad's bedroom and wake pretty much, poor mum, I feel so bad, wake her up and, you know, lovely mum, she would sit with me in the um, toilet or the the bathroom and just talk with me and pretty much comfort me until I felt comfortable enough to go back to bed and fall back asleep. So, yeah, I've, I've, you know, I've always felt, you know, different and um, felt like, you know, things were, were happening to me that, you know, were a little bit different and I sort of always felt like, you know, a little bit strange, I suppose. Um, and it wasn't until probably I was about, I would say maybe 10 or 11 that I actually saw what I feel and think was actually a spirit. And I remember, you know, seeing this, this person and which probably was like a deceased loved one, um, down the end of the corridor, but it really frightened me that much that, you know, I I jumped back into my bed and pulled the covers over my head and, and, you know, I was going, don't come and get me, don't come and get me. And then I affirmed to the universe and to God that I don't want this anymore. I don't want to see this anymore. I don't want to see these things anymore. Please take them away. I just don't want it. And from that age, they started disappearing. Um, I remember I used to have funny little things like I would look at the door and it felt like it was sort of like going further and further and further away from my vision like it was sort of like you know going off into the distance and you know those, those sort of things sort of scared me as well but a lot of that sort of started to stop which I suppose in a way you know um, was a blessing but also it would have been interesting to see if I had um, you know stuck with it what else may have come out but I suppose this happened for a reason and um, you know, I just put it all aside for the time being. Um, yeah, so I'm just trying to find where I am on my book. Um, da, da, da. So, yeah, and also I, um, you know, I was, I was such a shy little, little child, you know, I didn't have many friends and the friends that I did have, um, probably really didn't know you know this sort of secret that I had of what happened to me in my childhood and you know not many of my friends at that age sort of really knew Um, but I started to sort of at the age of probably 11 12 I started to start reading about you know angels and fairies and um, guides and all that sort of stuff um you know, you may not believe in these things, but, you know, I urge you to stay with me because, you know, I want to tell you a little bit about my life experience and so that I may help you in some way or guide you to see the love and light in everything. Um, yeah, so I grew up in a, in a town of called Bunbury in the southwest of Western Australia um, and I spent pretty much most of my life here. You know, I tried to 
um, leave Bunbury. Didn't think I was going to come back, but no, the guides and angels brought me back again. Um, but you know, growing up here was rather fun and exciting. You know, I mean, as I said, my family life was just absolutely amazing. I just had so much support. Um, you know, not only you know, le- learning and growing with a family that's got a, a child with dis- a disability, but also learning and growing with a family that, you know, fosters children. Um, you know, I had my foster sister Faye come into the family when she was two um, and, you know, pretty much stayed with us her, her whole life and, you know, now she's got her own children. So, yeah, learning and growing with, with those two amazing, like, life lessons was just amazing for me. You know, it helped me to want to work with children and also want to work with disability as well. Um, But, you know, as I became older, I realised, you know, I am a psychic and I am clairvoyant. I can hear, feel and see things. And I have opened myself up to such a level that I can now give readings and healings to others, um, you know, with the help from angels and guides, you know, and I'm, I'm learning and growing with the animal communication as well. But, you know, I had to learn to trust and grow within myself. And, you know, we've all got angels and guides, even though we might not be able to see them. You know, they're there. Most of us have two angels and guides with us. You know, um, many people don't realize that we do have angels helping us. (laughs) I was brought back to my path by, as I said, my beautiful Nan um, giving me the present of my first Oracle card deck, which really opened up my heart and mine to you know there are these beautiful beings with us you know and wow we can call on them for help like you know being such a sensitive child you know I would have loved to been able to know that I can call on certain angels to help me to have especially Michael to give me courage confidence and strength because that was the one thing that I was lacking on so learning about him you know from you know pretty much what 18 onwards it's really helped me grow as like a young adult to who I am today you know he's given me a lot of a lot of strength and and courage to be able to do things that you know I feel like they're right for me and they sit right with me whereas before maybe you know I may not have been able to do um, things that I've done in the past and to be quite honest I may not even have still been here in this physical form because you know at times I did go into that dark space Um, But, you know, I just really want to encourage you, you know, as I said, you may not believe in the angels, saints and guides and stuff, but I just encourage you to keep listening because, you know, they've just been such a big, um, amazing gift in my life and really helped me to become who I am today. Um, uh, Where are we up to? Um... Yeah, so, you know, life, we live it, we breathe it, but how often do we take it for granted? You know, there are so many people out there depressed about not having a flash house or a fast car, but what about, you know, children in the world with not much to keep themselves warm or not much to eat or no fresh water? Mm, Got you thinking, haven't I? One of my friends that said that confusion and mixed emotions that I may have been feeling right now may also be streaming from the world's emotions, you know, and I I feel like I pick up on a lot of emotions as well. You know, I'm very, very sensitive and I feel that I also pick up on everyone else's energies. 
I really need to shield myself in the moment to help protect myself and to help me to continue to see the world through the loving eyes of, you know, just the love that's all around. But, you know, at times things can happen in our life and we can find ourselves in that dark space and we may, you know, say for example like a friend comes over and, you know, they may be dumping all of their stuff onto you, which, you know, me being an empathic person, I actually didn't mind. But sometimes I'd sort of think, oh, I'm just feeling so sluggish. I'm feeling so tired. I'm feeling so drained. You know, I may be feeling angry. I may be feeling emotional. And then I think to myself, is this energy actually mine? Or has this come from someone else? So learning also about shielding and protecting myself was a big thing for me, learning and growing um, and becoming who I am today. Because what I realized was I was picking up on so much of other people's energies and energies of the environment around me that that was draining me and pulling me down as well. Like um, if I don't ask for my guides and angels to be with me daily to shield and protect me and I put that beautiful you know for me I love putting my golden bubble of light around me um, to shield and protect me today and I say to myself God and the angels please place a golden bubble of light around me that is filled with love and light that only allows love and light into my body mind and soul and aura and everything else gets reflected back with love and light and what I feel is it centers and it grounds me but it also makes me feel like I've got that protection around me so that I can go, for an example, to a group activity. I can go for a walk into the supermarket. I can go for a chat with a friend that may be feeling down and really um, emotional at the moment. And even though, you know, I may feel and pick up on a few emotions, I'm not hanging on to them because they get given back with love and light. And it's just an amazing thing that, you know, I've learned. Whereas before... I used to let these emotions actually come and sit in with me and I don't want that anymore. I want to be a strong person so that I can continue to help other people on this planet. I can continue to be the beautiful me that I am but not feeling that I'm getting drained and worn out and taken on too many people's energies. Um, you know, emotions, we should embrace them and not be frightened or embarrassed by them. Because quite often our emotions are trying to teach us something. You know, quite often when I'm meditating, I receive messages for myself from God and the angels. And sometimes it's messages of, you know, are you looking at your emotions? Are you actually trusting what they're trying to tell us? Um, so here's another message that I got while I was outside writing this book. Life is a gift. Are you living it? I ask that you live your life, give away from the what ifs, the oh I will do it tomorrow and the procrastination. You say you live in a world where there is no time for you to feel time has been sped up. This is a lie. Time is a man-made thing and there is always time for you to do everything that your heart desires and wishes. If only time will stand still for just a moment, I hear you say this over and over. But enjoy the time that you have got right now this minute what are you doing what would you like to be doing can I say that you can do all those things that you have that you feel that you will get around to one day like that wonderful trip that you may have just in your mind or that new car that you wish for 
It's all a matter of changing your mindset and calling it into the present time and the time right now. As you can have it, my child, but you must truly believe that you can. If you go about your day worrying about money or when the next bill will come in, you may find yourself struggling with money. And no, it's not my fault. It's your own. You have brought these thought patterns into your day and into your living, the present now. What we think, feel or act or, you know, the change, what we think, feel or act changes the way in which things happen in our day, new life to lives. To help money come in, you simply need to say, I have all that I need. I'm very grateful and I'm wonderfully abundant. God is providing for me. Believe it and get out of the way. With this I mean, give me all your worries. For example, if you are that little bit worried about how you'll find money to pay a bill, simply say, I'll be okay and I am provided for. Let me do the worry for you. Know that you'll be provided for and stop worrying. You see how easy that is? Now how do you feel? Freer? Happier? Yes, this does take time to be able to feel that you're okay and that you're provided for. But the thoughts, feelings or actions come up, simply repeat. If thoughts, feelings, actions come up, simply repeat them. Keeps repeating, I am okay, I am provided for and I am very, very abundant. And soon you will find yourself in a believing state and the worry will drift away. Worry causes dis-ease. Worrying about everyone else's problems isn't good to state to be in either. You must think about yourself. What would you need to do in your life to be happy, to be okay, so that you can help others in a loving way? I see a lot of people trying to fix everyone else's problems, but it's that beautiful saying of you can't fix others until you fix yourself. Can't you see it's not a selfish thing? It's a loving thing. Therefore, you're loving yourself. To have the knowledge, courage and strength to be able to work on yourself is a miracle. You start to see the world differently as things start to change in your life. You may bring in more love and then get to a stage where it is right for you to spread your love out to others. Megan has found love. She has found light within herself now. And it is time for her to share this with others and allow them to see the love and light within themselves. As I said, life is such a gift. I have many souls up here waiting for their turn at the physical world. To see, feel and breathe the air that you are breathing right now. To be able to taste, touch and hear the beauty and wonderful things around them. To see love and to make love. These are a lot of the things that a lot of humans take for granted. So taste, smell, touch, see and enjoy. For life is a wonderful gift. Live it and enjoy. Enjoy.